to the Unscripted Podcast. This is uh, episode number five, we think. I think uh, so. <laughs> my name is Eric. My name is Alex. Alex, I mean, we have a very interesting guest here today. Someone that uh, I had just recently met. And, uh, you know, I think he's got an impactful story, and I'm excited for you to hear it. I know this is your first time meeting him. I was going to say, I'm definitely interested. You know, I've, I've only met him for the last couple of minutes, and he seems like a great guy overall, and it seems like he's going to have a great story to pass on and speak to us. Mm-hmm. So, without a doubt, Angelo, very nice for you to come here and you come join us. Um, please introduce yourself and tell us, the people, a little bit, a little bit about yourself, who you are and who Angelo is. Well, thank you for the introduction. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'm at the height of, you know, what you guys are saying. <laughs> so my name is Angelo and uh, I, I'm in real estate. That's why, we you know, we know Eric. And uh, I'll talk about myself, you know, along the way, I guess. It's not much I can introduce yeah, myself. Tell, tell us a little bit about growing up. Um, growing up, tell us a little bit about your story. Because I, 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 I hear the accent. What are you? Oh, yeah, I'm originally from Albania. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I moved uh, here in the States uh, six years ago now. Oh, so you, 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 you weren't born here? No, oh, no. Okay. so yeah, I moved here in the States six years ago. Okay. Um, it was, you know, it was an opportunity that just came by me. I, I, it's not that I thought, you know, my entire life that this was my end goal. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like, you know, let's just give it a shot. I was 23 at the time, or 22. When I was, I was gonna ask because you you still look young now. Yeah, I'm 29 now. You look yeah. good for 29. Well, thanks. Look <laughs> good for 29. It, when he told me he was uh, cut four years older than me, I was like, wow. Yeah. We met a couple years ago, right? Almost three. Almost three now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. No, like two. Almost two. Two and a, two and a half. It's kind of two and a half. Yes, yeah, so I was 27. Yeah, and I was only 22. Very, yeah. Wow, See, he, he was, was young. Yeah, he, was, he, was, <laughs> he was a young bull to you. He was very young. So, so tell me a little bit. So, like, what made you? So, living in Albania, what was that like overall? Because you you were there for twenty years, your whole life. I mean, like yeah, basically my entire life. Uh, I never moved out of you know that that country. So, man, I mean, I miss it. It's it's home. So it, it's it's beautiful. It's just I just kind of needed something something different, yeah. you know, for my life. Um, it's, you know, we heard a lot of, uh, you know, having a lot of, you know, opportunities here in the country mm-hmm. and I'm glad cause this place is very welcoming for, yeah. you know, people that are not from here. Uh, so yeah. And then it's not that when, when we came here and when I say we, it's me and my wife, uh-huh. you know, my fiance at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we came here, we applied for the visa, you know, I, I'm not sure what, what they checked, but I mean, not everybody, you know, kind of get it when, how, if they how long did, did that process take getting your visa like a year year that's yeah. that's pretty quick yeah. relatively because you know i was gonna say because i'm russian myself and so like you know my i was born here but my mom came here when she was 22 and she was five months pregnant with my brother oh, okay. yeah so back then obviously it was a complete different story of coming over yeah. here but I, that's i hear now that it really just comes down to the application and of like where you're coming from because there's some people that are in like your boat that they're waiting nine months to a year and then there's some people who are waiting three years, five years. You know, exactly. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So like, overall, was the tra- like was the process? Would you say it was relatively smooth? It wasn't anything too crazy to get your visa and to be able to be able to become a U.S. citizen. No, like the moment you get approved, uh-huh. you know, you actually you do another application, and from that moment, mm-hmm. it's about a couple months, and then you get the visa, and then you can. 
come here anytime as you want after you know they make, they make you take a test, test and everything. everything it's not actually a test they do all the background needed uh -huh. you know and uh and then when you get the visa you can just come here you know it's it's pretty it's it's not it's easy you so, know so so after getting your visa and coming here you if correct me if i'm wrong you're not immediately a citizen of the united states correct no so you get a perma permanent residency mm -hmm. you know right away you get social security and all that so technically you don't have a passport but it, you have you, a social security yeah you have yeah. a social security you have and then within five years you get the citizenship okay, okay. Yeah. and then recently actually i remember when you told me recently you actually just became a citizen of the United States. Oh, six, if you, you've been here for six years, so that's yeah, last yeah. year. So last year, I became, yeah, last, uh, yeah, August, yeah, last yep. August, yeah, I became a citizen. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. You go celebrate? You have a party? Um, not really. No? It was, yeah. It was, I, I know that, so it's not like a big, surprising, you know, thing, but it's exciting. What's, yeah. what's something that's, you've really enjoyed in America in the last six years, and what's something that you, like, this is stupid. I this it doesn't make sense to me. So, so when we came here, we because we were in school there, you mm -hmm. know, in, in college, and yep. it's like European like college. It's, it's a bit different because we have a European because it's part of Europe. Yeah. The mm -hmm. the system, it's different than it's here. So you know, a bachelor degree there, you can get it in three years instead yeah. of four, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I had mine, and I transfer. We both transferred our credits here, so right away went to college here. Yeah. Because, you know, I had three, so I needed to do another one. Yep. And then I started taking a couple classes. And, uh, well, I mean, everything, it was a big change. You know, it's not that we knew anybody here, you know, no friends, no mm -hmm. family. So, like, different culture. It's like a complete different yeah, lifestyle. It was close to a shock, yeah. Uh -huh. uh, but we knew that, uh, you know, if we stayed, you know, and then did what we had to do, yeah. you know, we will eventually, you know, pay off. Is there anything been so far that you have been enjoyed about America? That I haven't yeah, enjoyed? That, yeah. yeah, that you don't like? Um, like here in Michigan, for example, I don't like I don't like the weather. I don't oh, like you don't, you don't like the cold. I don't like the cold. Uh -huh. and, you know, like where I'm coming from. What do you think about, think about like the traffic, or how people drive? Is it any different? I think it's not any different. It's kind of it's it's actually less tra believe it or not less less traffic here really? than there. Yeah. How, how about the food and the hospitality yeah. around? Uh, the, the food, I mean, here it's good because you have, like, every kind of food that exists. So if you don't like something, you, you're you not going to go eat there, right? Okay. So, yeah. The food, I, I don't mind the food. Okay. You know, we have kind of the Mediterranean, like, food mix of, like, Greek and Italian of and course. all that stuff. So you, you find it here, too. So okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's down this road, like, where we're located right now, that's it's all that's all it is. It's all Mediterranean restaurants and exactly. all, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, it's everywhere. so yeah. in Albania, is it pretty limited on your food options? Uh, like if you wanted to go out to eat to a restaurant, is it? No, not, not the past, not the past, I'd say, I don't know, maybe five years. Like okay. they have like every kind of Asian gotcha. food, you know, mm -hmm. every kind of food there too. So like different, like, like it is here. Oh, so, okay. so, so is fast food like po po very popular in Albania? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you guys have like so, your McDonald's and KFC. And yes. So over the last like five, ten years, those have kind of been starting to come relevant yeah it's okay. been it's becoming more normal and a lot of like tourists are visiting now so that's know. a, that's a, I was gonna ask so um i know that every mcdonald's around the world has a different menu mm. so i was do you know like does albania uh, mcdonald's have 
stuff that we don't. McDonald's recently <coughs> opened there, so I haven't been. I haven't okay. been there in three years now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, two and a half, kind of, something like that. Yeah. But KFC is the same. Mm -hmm. They have Burger King is the same. Mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty much the same. Everything's pretty yeah, much the same. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Pretty much, okay. Yeah. Angelus, overall, what made you want to get into real estate? You know, I, I hear that's that's how you and Eric met. That's how you guys' yeah. big beginning made. But this, what made you want to jump into that market, especially coming in here? Because that's, that's a very big jump, you could say, in a sense. Because you could say that, what, what was your bachelor's in? If you, when you went to study? Finance. Finance. Yeah, so that's, you could have went to go work at a bank. You could have went to go work downtown in Detroit and went for a Quicken Loans. You could have done anything. Yeah. But you decided to be, in a sense, you know, kind of work for yourself and be a real estate agent. Yeah. What made you want to get into that? Uh, that's the first, you know, reason, mm -hmm. kind of working for myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I, like, if I, like, sit down and, like, imagine myself working in, like, corporate America my entire life, I just don't see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't like it. Uh, even though, you know, you get a degree, you start, you know, s slowly you, you work your way up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, right. and it's kind of, you know that if you get there, you're going to yeah. end up. I don't know where, but somewhere, you know, chasing yeah, the chasing the corporate. Yeah. yeah. So I just did not uh, like that. And then, you know, when you go, you go to school, that's kind of guaranteed, I, right. I would say. Right. But like real estate as, as a whole, mm -hmm. like it, it's not just me personally, just about buying and selling homes, yeah. you know, as, as a whole, like I just like it. It's very, um, you're a big people person interesting yeah. to me mm -hmm. yeah i like you know i like moving around i don't like having a set you know schedule mm -hmm. i like you know being because in mm -hmm. real estate you wake up one day and you don't know what's going to happen until right. end of the day right, right. so i, I kind of yeah, like that as well yeah yeah so it's, i kind of uh, like that you know and then i it, it was hard because like you said it's not that you know i grew up here i yeah, know right. anybody here because that's how real estate is or was was yeah, yeah. you you had you have to know people so right. they can bring your business and right i was gonna say my my, my dad's uh used to be a real estate agent and so that's like you know when he came to this country you know it was the same thing you're just dealing with the the community of people that you know you know what relatives what family friends need a house and then exactly. from there they it's their uncle and then their nephew and then their friend and the friend's friend and then before you know it you have 100 clients on your phone. Which I will say, knowing Angelo from the start of his real estate career, he always, not growing up here in the United States, moving here six years ago, uh -huh. I believe out of everybody who joined the brokerage at the same time we did, he closed the most SOI deals. What is an SOI? Sphere of influence. Someone oh, okay. you knew prior to joining the team. Oh, wow. Which you closed, I think, seven or eight your first year? Seven, my first seven. year. Seven, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Which is crazy for someone who relatively just came to the United States six years ago. Yeah, and being one of your struggles getting into the business, as you're saying, you don't you didn't know a lot of people. Um, what are some of your successes that you had early in the business? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. So you know when I when I initially uh, made made the decision to join real estate to to try, I, I was gonna say. Um, I had switched because, you know, I was taking a couple classes a semester, moving back and forth from different, you know, jobs. And um, so I decided to make the move, right? And I did a, a few researches, not a lot. I asked a couple people. I'm like, I mentioned before that I listen to a lot of, you know, podcasts. I watch a lot of videos, yeah. you know, and I kind of I knew 
from the beginning how like real estate works. You if, just want to keep yourself educated. Yeah, I, I like yeah, I like to like keep myself educated and learn a lot. So I kind of knew, but at the same time I wasn't like sure, you know. Okay. So because uh, the real estate, you can start by yourself and you can join a team as we did, right? Yeah. So and <coughs> that was kind of the best advice that a lot of people that have been in the in the, in the industry for for a while yeah. start off on a team. Yeah, they just advised me to start off on a team. That's 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 <coughs> what I've heard a lot because it's it's kind of it's it's a way for you to get your foot in the door without having to spend all the money, you right. know? Exactly. In a right. sense, you know, you're using someone else's resources, gaining all the advantages, all the power, and then in hopes after 3-5 years, you know, you got your shit together enough where you can be like okay time to go do my thing and now. not even that it, at the end of the day too you have all of the resources that someone has worked 20 25 it, years plus to, yeah. plus to to give you at a very low cost yeah, exactly right and to have that backbone backbone and support is and the thing with with a team too is that and i i kind of realized this not just recently that you know markets change and right. then customers change mm-hmm. with the new you know, era right now with, you know, Amazon era, people want things, you know, quick. Right. So now it's not anymore, you know, like it was back in time. And like, if you like join somebody that have been in the business for 20 years and he has a couple agents, he's going to like kind of push you in a way that he knows to do things, which it might not be the right way right now, yeah. 2023, yeah, right? 100%. And then teams are always, always like advanced with what's going on in the market because the have so many agents that they can rely yeah. and look at that information mm. at. and and then clients too like f- yeah. with teams the client doesn't work because he knows the team yeah. leader or the ceo or whatever you know uh, so I'm, I'm really glad that you mentioned that I, I was gonna ask both of you so it's in in your guys's opinion in today's day and age because the market is just so screwed up it's you can't even compare it to five years ago you know yeah. you can't even compare it to three years ago it's a mm-hmm. complete different story what does it take today, day and age, to you know get yourself a house? You know, let's say for example, you gonna get yourself a two thousand square foot house for, I don't know, probably really unrealistic here, but three hundred and fifty thousand. You know, like is is that even available on the market? It's like what, what what are you looking at when you're like you know what what does it take in this day and age? You know, to f- be happy with what you're buying. So, you wanna go ahead? You can go ahead. So first of all, I would say, and you're talking more. As of like a first time yep. buyer, for right? a first time home buyer yeah. who's just looking for something that's like you know maybe they could put a little work and they're gonna be there for the next three five years and in hopes that they can get a little equity on it you know yeah it's a, an investment in a sense you know? yeah get get out of rent and all that exactly so I, I was gonna say to start off it's just kind of uh, you know having a good credit yep. you know obviously matter what is considered a good credit. Uh, 620 and above. 620 and above. Some some lenders can even get it done at 580. So, yeah, so they leave like a... Because that's, the, you know, that's something my mom is very good at. My mom owns a mortgage and processing business. Oh, okay. So, and she specializes with a lot of people that have low credit score, low income. And that's... She's able to do that kind of stuff, you yeah. know? So... It's, it's, it's got more like hiccups if yeah. you're below that. It's right. doable. I, anything below 580, it's it's almost very hard. And, yeah. and like like you both know, it, it all depends too on what's their debt to income ratio. Yeah, there's there's a lot of factors, right. of course. But like let's we're just say statistically, let's say you know like they have a 680 credit score. You know they make sixty thousand dollars a year. They're make they have no student loan debt. You know they. Their, their life's in order in a sense. What can they get? So they're, they... Because I feel like that's an average person. So I feel they like, make yeah. 60000 a year. 
probably putting 15 to 20% down on a $300,000 house yeah, that you want to be 2,000 square feet. Yep. Okay. okay. What area? Just like a, a nice area. You I, say. I would say, I would say, and I'm gonna just talk general. Yeah, okay. I want very general. Yeah, That's general. Just, it doesn't matter about the area. Like, is it is it doable? Is that like is it doable to get yourself that kind of house without a killer interest rate and a killer mortgage? You know, like, cause like well, the, sir, it's we like it's not co- like the interest rate. We we cannot control. Well, of course. And uh, based on uh, the you know the income that you just mentioned, uh-huh. I was I was gonna say to either meet with an with an agent first, yeah, right. and this is for first time home buyers mm-hmm. because uh, people kind of like buying a home is not like buying a pair of shoes or you know you kind of have to get financing you know straight your your future plans. Yeah. So sitting down with like an agent or a mortgage broker will right. always help, and I would say the mortgage broker more because. He's gonna give them the exact idea of how much mm-hmm. they can afford based on their income. That's and exactly what my mom does because she's doing a credit report on you, and then right when you're doing the credit report, exactly. it's all coming up. It's, it shows if you have any uh, what's it called if you have any uh, student debt. Well, not, yeah, stu- exactly anything that penalties miss. Yeah, if you have yeah, collections, if exactly yeah, everything. Because like um, and. Th- so they need to start like knowing how much can afford then because they might not afford the 350 you know mm-hmm. they might they might afford more you know you right. never know people don't know and then they will you know look at, at your finances they will give you the exact n- number to the you know to the penny and then when you get and they, they they're going to give you the pre-approval right yeah. and when you yeah. get that paper you can at least know how much can you afford mm-hmm. and then if you go and then look look for houses so so other than um go ahead I was gonna say so, um, being uh, so. Ultimately, today's market is kind of tough. You can agree. Yeah, fellow realtor, you can agree. Um, do you have any advice for first-time homebuyers? Buy, sorry. Do you have any advice for first-time homebuyers that are looking to get into the market and purchase a home? Do you have any good advice that could help navigate them through the process? That's all I'm going to touch basically. You mentioned, you know, meet with a realtor, meet with a mortgage broker, yeah. and, you know, discuss a plan. But other than that, like... What are some tools in your tool belt you're going to use to get them that yeah. house in this so, tough market? I, I mentioned meet with a realtor or meet with a broker mm-hmm. because, like I, I said, that, you know, first-time home buyers need to know where, they, where they're at mm-hmm. before yeah. even starting. And then I was, I was, I would say that first-time home buyers, uh, they can't complain about the interest rate mm-hmm. because they're paying hundred percent interest rate. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if they're renting, if yeah. they're renting. Yeah, then exactly. first-time buyers usually, you know, they rent or they're moving out, yeah. you right. know, from parents. Would that's a different story. Which is a situation. It's yeah. another yeah situation. Well, they're it's their first time buying a house. Uh-huh. So mostly first-time buyers, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they're mostly renters, right? Yeah. right. They want to get out of rent, especially rents right now, mm-hmm. or you know through the roof so i would say you know getting talk talking to a, a mortgage you know broker mm-hmm. or or whoever their their bank actually talking to two or three different people yeah. whoever gives them the, the best deal and get their finances straight to know how much can afford and then uh as far as me me the advice would be that uh they should leave some things on the table meaning that they cannot buy yeah. the perfect house first one yes, especially right. in the market out, right know? now no house is going to be a 10 out of 10 yeah no house is going to be a 10 out of 10 yeah. so they can kind of figure out between themselves which which are their top like requirements to mm-hmm. be in their next home mm-hmm. and uh, be a little bit patient because yeah. you know it's a process you know they might lose a couple mm-hmm. times we're very tight inventory right mm-hmm. now and uh, that's that's what I think to start off you know 
question for you guys. I was going to say, as being two realtors, how do you feel when your clients come to you and say, or even send it to you, I found this house on Zillow's. I found I found this on Zillow's. So, how 50-50. You're asking how do we feel about them sending us a Zillow link? Yeah, because, because for a lot of people that don't know, you guys use something called MLS. Uh, MLS is probably one of the biggest platforms out there. You know, Correct. it has access to every residential, every commercial property out there. Correct. Half the stuff that's not even listed on uh, Zillow. So it's just very interesting to me that, like, sure, your imagination kind of wander and go on Zillow and you can kind of just scroll, mm-hmm. but you have access to four times more than what Zillow does. Right. So it's just kind of, I just want to see what you guys think about that. So to me, it's 50-50. So I tend to do, what I tend to do with all my clients is send them my Zillow profile so they can set me as the agent. Mm-hmm. So if they send me a listing off Zillow, yeah. I'm going to be the only one that gets notified. Gotcha. Or your favorite one. Correct, correct. Because what Zillow does is if you go on there, mm-hmm. favor to lead, make an account at some sort of way, yeah. they're going to sell your information to seven different agents. Yeah, it gets sent on. Right. But if I have you set as, or you have me set as your agent, yeah. I'm going to be the only one that gets notified. Mm-hmm. So when I have them set, or when they have me set as my agent, I like it. But I have lost clients be first year in the business from Zillow course they you don't answer your phone one time or you're off at another showing and then on to the next one they just go on zillow and yeah they're on to the next one the next one yeah what do you think think angela i I was gonna say i feel 50 50 too um i'd like i like people looking around for what's what's going on on the market you know because when I, you know, I bought the house myself and yeah. then before, when you make you make the decision that you're going to buy a house, you're all day on Zillow, truly, right. or whoever you use. Yeah. You, so we, we, we as an agent, we cannot stop that. Yeah. Right. Um, the it's, thing, it's just so easy and so convenient. It's, yeah. yeah, and I kind of like mm-hmm. it being that easy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, because we do a lot of, I don't know, Eric, now, but we do a lot of business through Zillow, yeah. okay? And we have a lot of, like, inbound, like request from Zillow and then mm-hmm. a lot of people they just go on Zillow because their agent it's not available or right. they their agents out of town it, out of town or, or they have no patience they have somebody and they have somebody and they're just excited to like go look at a house mm-hmm. and they feel bad asking an agent because a lot of agents out there don't show to people that are not pre-approved yeah. right right or they know an age agent or they have an agent and they know, like, hey, if I hit them up, they're going to say no because I'm not qualified. Mm-hmm. So let's just go on Zillow. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I have mixed feelings, too, yeah. myself. Uh, I like it because it's very convenient, you know, and then people just are used to it. But And I, I like it more when people just text me the link from Zillow. You know, yeah. why not? And then I can just check it. and. Yeah. I mean, hey, speaking of clients texting you links from Zillow. Let's talk, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You just had, I believe, your biggest month yet a couple months ago, correct? Yeah, it was my biggest month yet. Ten, ten yeah. pendings? Six pendings, four closings. Six, six pendings, four closings yeah, for over $3 million in volume, correct? 2.6. 2.6. 2. That's still some numbers, that's, though. That's, that's numbers. still some numbers. Yeah, Especially congratulations. the market this tough. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. That's, can, you, can you. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because like, that's the thing. It's... I don't really understand, like, you know, obviously how 
you know, I, I do understand how you guys get paid, but at the same time, it can come with sacrifices because you can, to want to close a deal, sometimes you got to lose a little bit of your commission to make sure that your customer's happy. Yeah, we've so, all done that. That's, you have to, you have to. That, yeah. you you got to cut the 2.5% two two to 2% if that's going to save your customer their closing costs. You have to. Right. Yeah. So, so, save the deal, get it to close. Ex- right. you're, you're not going to ruin $2,000 over $600, you know? Exactly. So just tell me a little bit, like, you know, was there was there a lot of struggles in between closing on that amount of deals so quickly? Is there a lot of negotiations that have to happen? Are they smooth? How, like how how do they go for you? So especially these ten, like you know, start from the last. They're never smooth. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. enough. Like if, if if they're smooth, be careful for the next one. Yeah. You're yeah. like start a war. Like it's impossible yeah. that this one can go this smooth. Uh-huh. You know, something's about to happen. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a a big month, like all over the place, man. Weekends. You know, leaving the house at seven, mm-hmm. some days going at eight o'clock, just all over the place for because it's not just that month. Like it, it was more before, like two or three months before that to oh, get well, to that, right? Eric, the Eric is from sixty to ninety days prior. Yeah, showed us. So you're building yeah. up all the clientele, exactly. showing the houses, yeah. and then finally everyone's ready to close. And everything you know falls. Everything popped off. Popped up, yeah, and then falls where it needs to be. So. Yeah, it was just all over the place. A lot of work, a lot of calls, a lot of, like you said, negotiation. Because it was a mix like of sellers and buyers. Mm-hmm. And it's just different with both. It was a lot. Yeah, it was just a lot. So let me ask you this. So in a lot of people's opinion right now, there's a surplus of real estate agents out there. And they'd say probably for every 10 out there, only one's actually doing something because there's just that many out there. There's not enough houses to be selling for the amount of real estate agents that are out there. Exactly. So a lot of people are struggling. You know, a lot of people are in a tough place. They don't know what to do. Like, you know, they thought that they, because they were salespeople, that they could sell a house. There's a lot of people are struggling. What are some suggestions you could give to people that are like, you know, on that struggling side of what they can do to increase you know the traction that they're getting you know maybe increase sales and closings you know what's what's some suggestions they could get for struggling realtors yeah so i I was going to say that especially right now i I don't know the real statistic but i think over thirty thousand agents didn't didn't renew their license the past couple months yeah 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 so yeah it's and you know it's 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 over a hundred thousand there's a lot there's because there are so many agents out there and they they realize it's not what it is you know it's not well even us i'm assuming me and and i'm going off topic but i like going back to the question of our real estate i never thought it would be like this right eric yeah it's just different and it's tough and it's hard for us to say too because we 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 joined or we didn't join. We got into real estate twenty twenty at a very weird time. Yeah, at a very weird time in the market. We've never seen a really normal market well, in today's day. And that's age. how I was in touch based on you know from when my dad used to be a real estate agent. You know he, we've he's seen all the way from two thousand five all the way from two thousand twelve. You know all the way on like even even longer in between. So he's seen from when the economy was at its best to all the way crashing to coming all the way back up. You know. Yeah. So yeah, he he lived a lot of like you know waves in the exactly. real estate. Market. Yes, there was a lot. There was a lot of ups. There was a lot of downs. There's the times where you know, like, you know, when the uh, market collapsed, no one's buying houses. Yeah. You know, back in two thousand eight, everyone's foreclosing and no one's buying. You know, it's just bank sale, bank sale, bank sale. That was it. Yeah, that was tough. Which is crazy too, because no one was buying houses, but like the people we work for, they made their careers in two thousand eight. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Because well, that's the thing. Like you know, back then, like the like I remember my dad, the houses that he would show, and it's like an eight hundred thousand dollar house, right? Two fifty. 
No, no, I'm talking like that back then. It's an eight hundred thousand dollar house. Oh, okay. And it's like so four million. Dollar this is a four or five million dollar house yeah. now, like without yeah. without a doubt. With, yeah, exactly. Like I remember passing by these houses like just a couple weeks ago. One was for sale, and I think it was for sale for seven and a half million dollars, and it was like a one and a half million dollar property. It had a basketball court, a ton. Of, like, don't get me wrong, it was very nice property. Seven and a half million, absolutely not, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's tough right now, and uh, it it just. It takes a lot. Like when we started, it was it was a bit easier. You know, a lot of people were buying. Interest rate was low. Because mm-hmm. right now, as we're talking right now, it's it's kind of changing a little bit too. You know, it's not anymore. I think it's sitting you know, around seven and a half. It's 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 eight. Yeah, it's it's close to eight, or maybe sometimes it's like, like seven eight. Yeah, so the mar- that's why a lot of people are leaving the business because it's just you know it's just not easy and it takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot of effort. Right. You got to talk to a lot of people. You have you have to educate yourself. I mean, yeah, it's 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 tough right now. At the end of the, end of the day, we were always taught. I mean, we were taught like the same. It's a contact sport at the end of the day. Yeah. The more people you talk to, the more deals you're going to do, mm-hmm. the more deals you're going to do, the bigger your bank account's going to be, the bigger your bank account's going to be, the happier your life's going to mm-hmm. be. And or in the first years, it's that's, is that the model they train you guys. That's the model, baby. Yeah, okay, and it's it's more it's more outbound the first years. Like right. if if you compare yourself to somebody that's been in the business for twenty years, then it's he, he's he has like five hundred transactions under his belt. You know, things for that guy, that person, it's you know it's easier than when you start off. Yeah, it's it's more you you gotta go to the people. You know, right. no one will come to you. No, no, come no. and grab you first, and then. Uh, you need to kind of, uh, especially in this day and age with social media, you need to kind of tell people that you know what you're doing. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're confident that you know what you're doing. Yeah. Which you know we are. So well, that's the thing. If you're able to sell your sell yourself, if you can have people believe what you're selling, then I think they'll buy it. You know, I think that's the big thing. If you don't know how to sell the people and make them believe on what you're selling, then there's. If you don't believe in yourself, then why why would why should they? You know, well, in yeah, a sense. Exactly. And it's, it's not about, like, it's not really about, you know, selling. It's, so I kind of flipped, uh, you know, my mindset kind of lately. Mm-hmm. Just so when you get a client, you know, initially when we started, and I, I don't know if you did, but I did it. I was, like, thinking for my last step in the beginning, right? Yeah, right. Which is a long way until then. You're already thinking about getting paid. Getting paid, yeah. You, I'm going, client, you know, if he buys this start, much, I'm yeah, going to get paid this you much. You open your calculator. You start this is the percentage. Now it's just, like, in the, the more I don't do that, the yeah. more things business go, comes, business yeah. comes and things go well. You know, it just, it's a process because when you buy a house, it's a long process. And, mm-hmm. Like I said, I I try to be very upfront with people, even and then if they don't like it or not, what I'm gonna say, I I don't overthink it. Yeah. And the more you overthink things in our business, the as the worse it gets. Right. So yeah, I try to be very upfront, very open. If I see something wrong, I say it, and people you know appreciate that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So so I mean, we just kind of touched. So first, going on three years in the business at the end of this year. Um, what's the worst experience you've had in real estate so far? Like worst showing you've had, worst client story, nightmare deal. Yeah, I want I want I, I want to hear some of this because Eric has told me some stories. And yeah, let's give our let's give our people some like yeah, to, not to scare anybody. From no, not to scare. No, but I want yeah. no, I want to hear something interesting. Glad you bring this up because you know a lot of agents. They just show the good things that the they pretty, do, right? right? The pretty things, right. you know, selling, the buying, showing. The million-dollar houses, they don't show they the $50,000 ones gutted with. It's just that, but, yeah. you know, a lot. No, no, but the stuff inside of it. Uh, and like, you know. 
so my worst words that I can think of was one of those pendings that I had, one of the six pendings that I had. That I had oh, was this recent ones? Yeah, the recent one. Mm-hmm. So I was representing this seller on the listing and everything went, you know, well. You know, a lot of hip- there's always, you know, ups yeah. and downs, mm-hmm. hiccups along with inspection and everything. Buyers just try to get something even even though it's just something stupid that they ask for, but whatever. Right. It's just negotiation, right? right? So we went, you know, everything went good. We settled <laughs> on the price, on the repairs, whatever. And um, it was a Friday. Usually closings happen on Friday. Yeah. Everybody's so I was, rushing. I was actually going to buy the closing gift. Okay. Like a couple hours before the closing. Right. And I received the call that the buyer lost his job and he cannot close on the house. Oh. Oh my God! Which, unfortunately, too, to touch on, is a very common problem really? we're facing right now in the Metro Detroit area. Because if you work for the big three, oh yeah, you're, you're unemployed. You're unemployed right now. It's, so that yeah. and then that like that deal was like along the way it was like bad. So the the buyer had to close his house. He didn't close it as what he thought. He closed it for less. So we needed to drop the price mm-hmm. to match it. Okay, we settled on that. And then when we went to the closing table, like literally I was buying the closing gift. Yeah. And then they they called me. They're like, we cannot close. He lost his job. Oh, wow. That's, that's a nightmare. Have you had any like uh, unique experiences like showing a house? Like for example, like you go show a house and there's a homeless guy in there or like, you know, someone like broke in and like it's all, I know you do. A lot. <laughs> I just, yeah, I had, I mean, f- Finding people in, in the bathroom or... Whoa, uh, man. Naked uh, people in bed. What? No, Can that not happened to me. Story? Tell it for the people. That okay. not happened to me. <laughs> Tell it for the people. Right, let, me, let, me, let me take you guys back to January 1st, 2023. How do you remember that well? Because it was a very specific day, Alex. It was fresh to the new year. I woke up in great spirits, all right? I scheduled a showing on January 31st for... For, for the first of the new, yeah, for the new year, yeah. right at noon. Okay. Perfect. Give them time to wake up in the morning. Yeah. It's not like a going show. They had to confirm it. Yeah. Confirm. I was like, great. Show up at this house. I'm walking up to the door. Cause mind you, I did an open house at this house the weekend before, so I was kind of familiar with the house. Yes, yeah, so like there, you had no problems with so, the week before. Correct. So okay. I walked up to the door. Lockbox is nowhere to be found. Okay. But there's a key hanging out of the door. And mind you, we're in uh, we're in Warren, so we're not in the nicest area. Yeah, okay. So there's a key hanging out of the door with a lanyard. I'm like, weird. So someone stole the lockbox, but there's a key hanging out uh-huh. the door. Interesting. So I, I was like, I was like, huh? Maybe he left it in the door because people do that some weird shit. They leave doors unlocked. They leave keys some places for you to grab okay. without telling you. And so I was like, all right, let me just walk in. I walked in, screamed realtor three times. No one said anything. So me and my client who's a female, and she's like 30, so we walk in, beautiful house in Warren, walking through, look at the first bedroom, yeah. great. Is it, is, there, is it furnished still? Furnished. Oh, okay. Great house. Or, fur, it's not furnished stage. Yeah, okay. But someone is staying there. Um, so we walk in, look at the first house, or look at the first bedroom, look at the second bedroom, uh-huh. all great. Turn around, I look at the living room, kitchen, and I'm like, weird, why would someone just have a bunch of clothes like look like they took them off in their living room you know okay bam walk into the third bedroom i open the door i look at the bed 
It's like kids our age. Oh my god. Butt ass naked on the bed. No <laughs> no covers or nothing. And I looked at my client, I'm like, yo, we gotta get out of here. Oh my <laughs> I god. I shut the door, I walk outside, I call the agent, agent didn't answer. I'm sitting there talking to my client and the kid walks out, he's like The guy? Yeah, the guy in there. He's like, Oh my god, man, my fault. My uncle this is my uncle's house. I just stay here to watch the house, which is very common in areas like that. I think he does more than that. Yeah. And he was like, I, I didn't see his text. I'm sorry. Give me two minutes. And I, I don't think he even knew we came in. Like, we saw him. Oh, so if he sees this, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, whoever you are, man, you fucked up. You got I, caught lacking. I literally turned to my client and I was like, well, that's how the New Year's going to go. That's how it's going to go. <laughs> Before we get to, get to off to off topic, Angelo, what's what's next for you? You know, what what's what what's the next project for you? What's the next journey? You know, what's a five-year plan looking like for you? Uh, never Give thought all that. Never aspects. thought that far. far. <laughs> well, you got you got to have something. Yeah, no, Personal sure. business yeah. life. Do you, do you have you ever thought yourself that you, are you going to want to be your own realtor? Are you going to want to you know become your own what's the proper word for like that? Broker? Yeah. Oh, you mean a broker? Uh-huh. Uh, I th- I thought about it, but not too uh, too much. Yeah, yeah, it's it's too far. I might not even be a broker. Just, uh, but as far as um, you know, uh, real estate wise, business wise, I wanna if I, in five years, maybe uh, be a have like very sustainable business. You know, yeah. and I like I mentioned before, I like real estate as a whole. So I see myself having couple three four rental properties yeah i really some investment love properties. you know having rental properties and uh, i'm helping a lot of people right now buying rentals too so very I'm common kind of, right now yeah very common i'm very you know kind of f- familiar with with the process so yeah i see myself having a good help helping a lot of people having good sustainable business and uh yeah having a couple investments what about personally what's what's uh the next five-year plan for your personal goals, uh, I'm, if you don't mind us asking. Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably will be a great dad because yeah. I'm about to be a dad right now. Yeah, yeah my wife is like, thank you. Uh, maybe with one more, one more not just, just one. one. <laughs> yeah. How many kids do you want? Uh, Are you having twins? No, no, oh, like okay. it, in five years. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I'm just asking, how many kids so, do you want in general? I'd say three. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what everyone says, I think. But... I'm. Let's see how with one is. Yeah. So. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, let's see with how one is. Hopefully everything goes good with this one, and then you know, just I can like I, I like having three, but you never know. You know life. And, um, um, I mean, we're excited for you, man. We're excited to see what the next five years yeah. takes you. Really. Hopefully we can sit here in five years and kind of replay this. Right. And we'll all regroup. Right. Right. Angela, honestly, it was great to meet you. I really enjoyed, you know, this conversation that we had. I got to meet a lot about you. I think a lot of the people got to learn something interesting about you and just the market and in general, the market of real estate and how it's all happening and coming together right now. Um, Thank you guys for having I mean, me. Angela, I really appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, do you have anything you want to say to the people? No, I think I said... Everything I had to say, I can't think of awesome. anything right now. All right. Awesome. Well, we appreciate have we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Make sure you guys come and subscribe and come in uh, next week for our next episode. Uh, we'll have another video posted. 
Uh, it's gonna be the which one is it? Our next episode is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. So it's a interview between me and Eric. A little bit of a simple one, but it's how, in a sense, Eric and I met and how three on three exotic drinks came to be what it is and how it was created. So it's definitely an interesting one. It's a little bit of a longer one, but it's it's something that you're gonna want to catch on. So I guess we'll see you guys next week on the three on three exotic episode. See you guys.